everybody, and welcome to another episode of Indoor Recess, a podcast about kids' movies. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, what do we do on this podcast? Watch obscure kids' movies. That's right, we sure do. You know what we don't do? What do we not we do? We don't watch Planes with Planes 3. Let me, uh, I have to go return a video to the library. Good! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I gotta space that shit out, dude. We can't. I can't do a fucking Planes with Brains double feature. Oof. I mean, I can. It's just like, hey, are you ready for two, like, kind of episodes? Can you imagine? Back to back. You know how, I think the Alamo Draft House, before the big Avengers movie came out, they showed all the movies back to back, like, no breaks. Well, I mean, they would have, like, a 30-minute break in between each movie, but it was like... I read a blog about somebody that did that. Yeah. I think it was AMC. Okay, whatever. I think I think Alamo did it recently. There was probably multiple that were doing yeah, it. Yeah, I think somebody recently did it with like the fast movies. Either way, can you imagine doing Planes with Brains 1, 2, and 3? Like you have like a, a 10 minute like whiz break and go get yourself some snacks or something and then it's yeah. back on the couch. Dude, that would be one of those movies. Like if you were in a theater, I'd be like, yo, it's okay if you want to get your phone out. <laughs> No, you got to watch every fucking minute. No. Every terrible, terrible nanosecond of the characters staring right into your soul, telling you about uh, seaplanes or whatever the fuck. I had to sit there while it happened to me. Oh, my God. Wah, 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 wah. Let's talk about the big thing. Oh, my gosh, y'all. What's the big thing? The big thing is, I'm sorry, Mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry. Because last week... I cleaned out my closet. Woo! Oh my god, y'all. <laughs> I had so much fucking shit. Let me, okay, y'all, I don't know if you know this. Cleaning is expensive. Organizing is expensive. No, cleaning! <laughs> cleaning is expensive. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, I bought some very fancy wall shelves and some, I don't know, plastic containers for all my video games. I cleaned everything up. I owned a lot of video games. I mean, okay, y'all, it it, it was it didn't look like a hoarder house. I promise. Jeff, okay, all right, that's rude. No, no, it, it doesn't look like a hoarder. It house. did not like, look like those a hoarder, hoarder house. houses are fucking bad, dude. Yes, like they're fire hazards. Yeah, no, no, no. This was no fire hazard. This was just like clutter. This was clutter that even I knew that it was like I need to do this, but I always put it off until. Last week, when I finally... Uh, it only took us seven years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we moved into this house, and a lot of the stuff that I packed, it was not packed for, like, long term. Because yeah. I was like, well, uh, of course, I'm going to get into this house, and then I'm going to unpack, and then I'm going to set up this nice shit, and it's going to look great. Yeah. No, that was in, like, 2013. <laughs> well, we were kind of hampered by, we couldn't really figure out with your room where we wanted the shelves because sure. you have one wall that is your accent wall. It was, it was like the other wall has a giant closet on it. Mm-hmm. The other wall has your computer. Mm-hmm. The last possible wall has four like huge windows. Yeah. So it's like there is a small what? Like two and a, no, two foot. Two foot. Yeah, two and foot gap underneath. Yeah. The ones where it's like, we might put one there. I don't know. That's what we end up doing. Yeah. So I know it's all very it excited. Out. Welcome to uh, the fucking HGTV podcast where we talk about 
organizing things and no no no. Let's I'm talk just... about organs. Ugh. Okay, what's your favorite organ? Uh, kids used to like say that like to talk about the spleen. Yes, I was gonna say the spleen. If maybe like my spleen. If you were a little kid or a person that went to Hot Topic from the years like two thousand one oh, to two thousand five, was that a Zen thing? It was a Joan and Vasquez thing. Oh, was Very it? like spleen, spleen, spleen. Uh, also, hey, shout out to myspleen.net, I think. I don't know if they're still around, but they used to be a really, really good private torrent site of just weird, like, eclectic bullshit. Miss them. I don't know if they're still around. How do you, is his name Joan and Vasquez? Is that how you say it? Vasquez. 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 I don't know how <laughs> much the QU like follows the... Okay, what's the name of the chicken alien? Is that Vasquez? I think it's Vasquez. Okay, then I I just assumed that his name is pronounced the exact same way. I've never met the dude. I <laughs> dude, Vasquez will fuck you up, man. I would be she's a heavy ter- gunner. I would be terrified of of meeting him and pronouncing the name wrong. Okay, actually, <laughs> we got to talk about Bort Sportly now. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, Bort Sportly. Bort Sportly. Okay, so y'all, fun fact: one time there was a local uh, comic book convention in in Dallas, and they were hyping up that. Brent, Brent Spiner. Spiner. Oh, yeah. shit. Now I have to look it up. I'm pretty they, sure it's Brent okay, Spiner. Data. The guy that played Data from TNG was going to be there. And I was like, oh, shit. I have a laser disc of First Contact signed by Patrick Stewart. I should get Data to sign, you know, the other part. It would look so cool. Uh, I don't know if you know this about me. Of course you do. I have a lot of anxiety. And as we approached the convention... I started psyching myself out, and I was like, I don't remember if his name is Brett Spiner or Brent Spiner. I started, like, doubting everything I knew to the point that eventually we got to the convention, and we couldn't call him Brett or Brent anymore. We started calling him Bort Sportly. (laughs) So, anyway, that doesn't have anything to do with the movie that we're watching today. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Bort Sportly's in it, but I don't think he is. Uh, The Bort. The Bort. The Bort Sport. Are you sport. are you excited? Are you excited I for am, the I am excited. The movie. All right. I am going to send Jeff a movie poster of the movie that we will be watching. Here I go. Here I go. go. Boot. Hmm. There's a lot going on here. Right? All right. So, it looks like this movie is called Labou. 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 Yeah. L-A-B-O-U. Yeah. Long Lost Treasure, New Found Friends. That's right. That's the tagline. Long Lost Treasure, New Found Friends. I'll go ahead and describe the poster unless you want to try. You got it. Okay. So, y'all, I need you to imagine a treasure chest. Inside the treasure chest are uh, is is like doubloons and jewels and some sort of a, a necklace, but also this sea creature this turtle monster i feel like or it's dragon a, it's like a dragon but the head has a very gremlins-esque thing specifically yeah. those ears yeah he looks like a scaly gremlin but not like not like when the gremlins become bad yeah a scaly mogwai how about so this little this little dude is sitting in the treasure chest peering over the treasure chest we have these three kids three kids with three series of emotions yes 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 we have white boy brown hair wearing a ball cap he looks confused he's like i'm not so sure about this dragon yeah we've got white girl long brown hair she looks like that girl what was her name miranda cosgrove yeah the girl from school of rock looks just like her she is losing or the iCarly chick 
Oh, that was her. Wow. Yeah, she grew up, didn't she? She is super excited. I don't know if she's excited about the treasure. She's so excited that she's not looking at the... She's looking straight into your soul. Yeah, she's looking at us. She's not looking at the treasure chest or the the critter. Next, we got black boy glasses, short hair. He looks like something just jumped out of his like bowl of soup. I don't yeah. know. He he looks the he's most. He's not like terrified though. He's not terrified. He's but bewildered. He's, yeah. Th- yes, bewildered. Good. Right behind them, Jeff. Do you want to describe what is behind our uh, floating children heads? So okay, imagine. I think it was Dustin Hoffman from Hook. From Hook. Yeah. Yeah. As Hook. But oh 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 okay. Green. Put a put a pin in Hook. Okay. I'm very glad you get a gold star for mentioning Hook, but we'll we'll talk about looky, that later. Looky, looky, I mentioned Hooky. That's right. So yes, we've got the Flying Dutchman behind him. Now let's go to the bottom of the movie poster where it says- That's where all the fun is. La boo. La boo. <sighs> so the treasure chest is kind of floating in this in this black void. And uh, Jeff, do you want to describe at the very, very bottom? Man. So on the right, you have- that fucking rock guy that had the Yo You Wanna Be My Wife show. What? Uh, was his name Hart? Hell. Brett the Hitman Hart? Are you talking about a wrestler? No. He's a musician. Kid Rock. No, it's not Kid Rock. He's kind of Kid Rocky, but. Do you mean Brett Michaels? May I don't. I yeah. genuinely yeah, don't yeah, know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Rock, of, rock of Love. Oh, okay. Brett Michaels, yeah. Like it would have. Like if Brett Michaels. Do you want to be my boo? So Jeff. Okay. All right. Yeah. Actually, I'll I'll go with that. So imagine imagine that Brett Michaels or Brent Michaels. Imagine that Bort. Imagine that Bort Michaels is at Disney World and he just went on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And now he's in the gift shop and he's trying on one of those hats. Yes, he's trying on one of those Jack Sparrow hats. And then he's like looking in the mirror and making faces. Yes, that is absolutely what we're looking at. It's just his floating head. It kind of cuts off at the neck. Yeah. Off to the far left. So this is where things get a little more interesting. You have kind of Johnny Depp from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. And As the cowboy? Yeah, the cowboy guy okay. with the cigarette. I guess it's a cigarette. I, I wonder if it's going to... What What year did this come out? 2006. Hmm. Could be a cigarette? See, I don't know if that's when they stopped. It's so long, it almost looks like a fucking spoon. Could be. It can't be a toothpick. It's too small to be no, a toothpick. No, 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 no. It's far too thick to be a toothpick. And then there's this guy above him <laughs> that is making the face of faces. This guy from the uh, Avenging Spirit box art. Yeah. This guy, that fucking dweeby reporter from Batman 89. Oh, yeah. <laughs> King of the Wicker People. <laughs> What this, the fuck is his name? That looks just like him, actually. It may, it might be, it might be him. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna do a quick IMDb of Jeff Voodoo. has already like googed three things since we started. Two things. He is a comedian and writer. <laughs> if you say so, champ. Okay, no, 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 no. We'll look up if he's in the movie later. But I don't this guy, think he was. I don't think he was either. This guy kind of looks like him. Anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about why I picked this movie. 72 hours ago, I had no idea that this movie existed, but I follow Drew Struzan on Twitter. Uh, I've mentioned his name before, but if you've never heard of him, Drew Struzan is a famous drawer, drawer, it's hard to, it's hard to say that. He is a famous artist, how about, of movie posters, especially in the 80s and 90s. 
He did the Indiana Jones movie posters, Blade Runner, Shawshank, Hook. Uh. He's uh he's he's got a great look. I love his fucking art. And I miss drawn movie posters. Right. I know we've talked about this before, but I, I follow him because he posts that shit. It's fucking awesome. Like the other day he posted his his movie poster to one of the Muppet movies. It was really good. Anyway, I'm checking my Twitter the other day and this dude is like, here's the poster I did to Laboo. Laboo. And I was like, what the fuck is a Laboo? And I saw this and I was just like, well, we're, I know what we're watching for the next podcast. So yeah, this poster was drawn by Drew Struzan. According to Drew, the uh, movie came out in 2006. But maybe know. maybe that's the year he drew it. Maybe it maybe it got stuck in like developmental hell or something and and was released a few years later. I have or no maybe idea. Maybe he's just senile and doesn't remember. No, come on. Not my Drew, not Drew Struzan. Either way, like even if it was 2009, that was over 10 years ago. Yeah, so it's sure. like, yeah, probably fucking up on the dates. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, man. What is it it's about? Laboo. What do you think Laboo's about? Who do you think is Laboo? Do you think the animal is Laboo? Or is it the ghost? Like the critter is Laboo? Yeah. Or like, oh, the, the ghost of Laboo? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe Laboo. Maybe Laboo so is Laboo... a place. A place? <laughs> We're nobody there to go. That's right. So, Laboo is like a dragon in training, right? Uh, this is his little horde. Oh. This is his little horde that he he's has like so a far. Little dragon and dragon's horde yeah. things, yes. He, yeah, he's got he's a little dragon in training. Um Okay, so tell yes, tell me more. Tell me the story about Laboo. And then I'll tell you what I think the movie's gonna be. These three kids uh-huh. were tasked okay. to find this treasure shit okay by this ghost oh this shit. ghost is their like benefactor oh all right he's funded everything damn blah 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 how did the kids find a ghost the ghost found them oh shit okay all right and then these dudes at the bottom mm-hmm. i mean they're up to no good clearly oh, of course yes we got a cowboy a gangster and a pirate and a brett michaels <laughs> Yes. He's not a pirate. It's All just right, Brett Michaels. Fine. It's just Brett Michaels. Um, yeah, so you got Brett Michaels down there. And this is going to be like Mad Mad World slash Rat Race or whatever. Where oh, yeah. Well, all they got to find dudes, the treasure. Yeah, all these dudes are in on this one treasure that Ooh. Laboo has. Okay. So okay. you have... And you're saying the ghost is Laboo. Okay. No, 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 no. no. The dragon is Laboo. The dragon is Laboo. Okay. Yeah. And then so you have the Batman 89 dude. Yeah. And... Johnny Depp. Okay. They're a team. Yeah. Fucking Brett Michaels is flying solo. Oh, man. He's a going stag. Damn. Um, and then the kids, they're on a team. Yeah. But for how long? Oh, Their shit. Their friendship's going to be tested. Oh, God. Just like Once Upon a Forest. Yeah. Okay. And also LeBou's there. And also, <laughs> that also LeBou's there. LeBou's the final boss. Okay. Okay. So... Here's what I think this movie is. So, y'all, we got treasure. We got this weird little, like, creature. And then down in the bottom right, we got a pirate. So here's what I think. I think these... (sighs) A pirate. Here's what I think. I think these kids... Maybe a little dweeby. I think these kids were on a beach with, like, a metal detector... And they're they're combing the beach looking for, you know, bottle caps and cool shit. And then all of a sudden, beep, 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 beep. Oh, shit. They start digging. And they find this 
treasure chest. They open it up and this like little sea creature, because I think he's, I don't know, he's scaly. He looks like he came from the sea. He came from the bottom of the ocean. He has human teeth. He doesn't. Oh, wait. Uh, I don't know what those are. Those are teeth. <laughs> those might not be teeth. That might just be a reflection of the uh, that, those are, those trick are, of the light. Those are fuck-ass teeth, You don't dude. know that. Oh, man. I like LaBeouf so much less now. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just like his tongue. No, he has human teeth. Oh, no. Just like Sanic. So I think they open it up and they find this little sea monster and they're like, oh my gosh, let's take the sea monster around. we got to hide him from the parents. And then also- So it's like prehistoria. It's like prehistoria meets E.T., but also meets the Goonies because it's like pirate treasure. And also this pirate is here and the Flying Dutchman is also here. I don't know. Oh, maybe maybe in opening the, the, the treasure chest, they like break the curse or something. And now- Or maybe once they touch a coin, they can all of a sudden see him. Yes. Yes, because it was his. And- Now they're cursed. Yes. I think Labu. Hmm. I'm going to- Okay, you know what? I said originally Labu is a place. I'm going to stand with it. Labu is a place. They need to get this- creature back to the forgotten sunken city of labu and that's where his family lives nintendo labu <laughs> oh like nintendo labo oh yeah. let me tell you uh if you try to google labu l-a-b-o there's like a you restaurant chain no it's oh. like google was like are you sure you just don't mean the uk spelling of labor it's like no dude i mean labu Oh, I, I searched it and it says, Labu is a chain of bakery cafe restaurants. Ooh, where? California. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, let's let's get some predictions. Okay. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I got a really good prediction for you. So this was made in 2006 or possibly 2009. This Labu right here, do you think that this is going to be CG or is this a puppet? I hope it's a puppet. Yeah. It's drawn to look like a puppet. Right? It's probably CG. Yeah. I hope it's a puppet too. I have no idea. I think 2006, I think if it's CG, it's going to be bad CG. So I'm yeah. really not looking forward to that. It's going to be like, hey, look, there's LeBou, and he can't be on screen with anybody. No. Because that costs too much. Yeah. So it's just like a cutaway of <laughs> him, and he's just like, Arr! and he yeah. looks like he fucking walked out of like D or something. <laughs> And it's like cool. Uh, uh, okay, prediction number two. Do you think Labu can talk? No. No. I think he can make cute noises. Yes. But not talk. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Prediction number three. Do you think this pirate is going to be a really, really lame, like slapsticky goof em up ghost? Oh, totally. He tries to be menacing, but then he like steps in dog poop or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be the Jar Jar of the movie. They're going to be like, LeBoo. I'm just assuming his name is LeBoo. Captain LeBoo. Captain LeBoo. No. Hey, do you do you, do you think he was a pirate ghost or a ghost pirate? Mm. I think he's a shit. I don't remember what the what. The, I think he's a pirate that has died and became a ghost, not a ghost that decided to become a pirate. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember which one. Is yeah, which. I don't remember the. <laughs> The the difference. I think a ghost pirate is the ghost of a pirate. Yeah. And then a pirate ghost is a ghost that chose to become a pirate after they died. Whatever. 
do you have any do you have any predictions Oh, hey, you know what? Let's predict if he's got fucking teeth or not. I hope to God the answer is no. I can tell you right now no, he has please. fucking teeth and they're human teeth. I don't want it. <laughs> Does he brush them? They're pretty white. Brushy, brushy. I think he's been stuck in a treasure chest for a thousand years. So no, I don't think he... Or when were pirate times? I believe pirate times took place at the same time as Amadeus. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> look. Y'all, look. Okay. I, in the last episode of the podcast, I said the movie Amadeus and the movie Glory take place at the same time. I was wrong. In my mind, I was thinking that the ending of Amadeus slash the very beginning of Amadeus, for some reason in my mind, I was thinking that that movie ended around the 1860s or so. Uh, No, it turns out that movie ends in the 1820s. I still, I still stand by in the, in the... Because Mozart co- died in 1971, according to Google. Not 1971. I think or, you mean 1791. Help. If he had lived... If Brian is broken. Three more years, he could have seen ABBA. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I, would have been a fucking culture God, shock for right? him. No, look. I realized, like, as soon as I said that, I was like... Hmm, I don't think that's true. And I'll be honest, as I was editing the podcast, I thought about editing that whole part out to keep me sounding smart. But no, I decided to leave it in and take the L. So yes, I know that Amadeus and Glory do not take place at the same time. Um, so the golden age of piracy uh-huh. was 1650 to 1730. So, um, uh, That's around Amadeus yeah, time! Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like... Uh, 20 years before he was born but you know okay then that doesn't count that's not around (laughs) he was born in 1756 but that's the golden age just because it's the golden age doesn't mean it stopped maybe maybe it like lost its luster yeah like those doubloons okay we can't talk anymore about amadeus i think it's time to probably go watch this movie do you have any more hopes or dreams for this movie uh I feel like I'd rather watch Amadeus now than I'm, La Boo. I'll, I'll be real with you. Like, we can watch both. Like, it's cool, dude. Mm. Oh, I should mention for the folks at home, if you are interested in watching La Boo. La Bois. <laughs> La Bois. This is on Hoopla. It appears to only be available on Hoopla right now. Hoopla original. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, we are going to go watch La Boo. La Bois. La Bois. No, that would be like if it was L-A-B-O-U-X. Yeah. If there was an X right there, it'd be La Bois. La Bois. La Bois. Let me drink my La Bois. La Bois. La might not believe the tale I'm about to tell you. But believing is what this story is all about. Legend has it that to this very day, the ghost of Captain LaRouge haunts the Louisiana Bayou, searching for his lost treasure.
That's an actual legend. No, it's a true story. I've seen the ghost myself. If the legend is true, then the pirate ship has to be out there. Check this out. The treasure has been lost for two centuries. You think it even exists? Three unlikely friends. You in charge of the map. Partners. No one gets anywhere without the other. Are about to discover its secrets. What is it? in the swamp having a close encounter of the bizarro kind. Sometimes you have to be bold. What's with all this stuff? My mom likes me to be prepared. Flashlights, rope, bubble gum. Well, I hope you brought clean underwear. Sometimes you have to be brave. Oh, I can't move. The Nothing's gonna come between us and our money. <laughs> and sometimes you have to believe. Treasure is near. I can feel three bones. I am not afraid of a pirate. Ghost or not? He's out to fight me, The dew is hanging diamonds on the clover. The moon is listening to the nightingale. And while we're lost in dreams, the world around us seems like Walking a Louisiana in a wonderland. <laughs> fairy tale thank you we're back we watched a laboo uh cajun 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 nola there that's all of my louisiana stuff what do you got um pelican flag bayou dr john what do you got satarans (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah beignets king cake true blood (laughs) suki suki Oh, there's a show nobody's thought about for like 12 fucking years. Yeah. Okay, yes. No, we watched Laboo. It Surprise, y'all. It takes place in Louisiana. Yeah, and it opens up to like an outtake or a deleted scene from Fi- Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I was going to say from Culture Club's Karma Chameleon music video, but that actually, I think that takes place in Mississippi, mm. not Louisiana. Okay. How dare you? It said like new orleans and then it gave a like a date or like a time period and i totally i didn't see it i totally forgot to write down what the time period was 18 blank and i've totally forgot so let's just lean into it further and say it was amadeus times yeah so uh we're in new orleans the town drunk bursts into a local bar saying that he saw a pirate nobody believes him uh, until he says that I saw the pirate and he's got a bunch of treasure. Everyone suddenly is like, oh, hey, treasure, what? Treasure. And before you know it, the pirate LaRouge, or as I've called him in my notes, Captain Bad Accent, shows up in a bad hook costume. He says that he has a boat with a shitload of treasure on it. The town thinks that since a pirate has treasure, clearly he has stolen it from them or a reputable source. So they mob him and chase him all the way back to his boat. The pirate weighs anchor and wait, is weigh anchor to lower the anchor? There's weigh anchor. Because uh, like anchors away. Da, da. That means like they're going away, right? Anchors away, but weighing anchor. Oh, is that a different thing? I always just figured it was the same thing. I want to say weigh anchor is dropping the anchor. Shit. Okay, well, he unweighs the anchor and sails away. Little did he know it that he sailed into a hurricane. And Dude, he, s- he sailed right into Katrina. Well, uh, put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Were you paying attention during this part? I saw you 
I think you were looking down at your phone. I don't know if you were taking notes. I was taking notes saying that, like, hey, the lighting in this scene is actually pretty good. Okay. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be going too fast. Talon tries to kill him. Mm -hmm. Not great CGI right here. Okay, good. Yes. All right. (laughs) That was the part I was getting at. He runs back to his ship, and they they skedaddle out of there straight into a storm. And this is where the legend gets a little fuzzy. Some people think that the ship just sank outright but some people believe that the hurricane picked up this fucking galleon and flung it into the uh the swampland of louisiana hey guess which one is correct (laughs) the one with the the very 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 bad 3d model of a of a boat goes like flying over the moon yeah yeah (laughs) It stops in front of the moon real quick, and you're like, oh, shit. That's the LaRouge logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, LaRouge Entertainment. But uh, n- whatever happened to to the boat, whether it immediately capsized or got flung into, you know, the, the mainland. Uh, it went into space. <laughs> yeah. LaRue, and I'm sorry, LaRouge, I'm going to do that a whole lot. I'm yeah, going to call him LaRue. LaRue. Whatever happened, LaRouge was knocked from his boat and thrown into the sea. And that's the story of the pirate LaRouge. Yo, I'm getting a call from Australia right now. What? It says Australia. Oh. Dude, the entire continent of Australia is calling me right now. Maybe they didn't like our review of 100% Wolf. Maybe. But we rated it number one. Yeah, it's number one, guys. Relax. Yeah, calm down, Aussies. It's better than Adventures of Brer Rabbit, which was number one for a long time. Also, shout out to my boy, Dank Pods. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't have any Australians to shout out. I'm sorry. Oh, shout out to whoever makes Ruse. I had some of those a few years Ruse. ago. Oh, shout great. out to the people that make the Kookaburra licorice. Oh, my God. Darnell. It's like it Darnell, Darnell or something licorice that shit is so good shout out to hungry jacks okay are they done calling oh man they left a voicemail <gasps> oh do we want to hear the voicemail i want to hear the voicemail all right good die good die boo if we don't hear from you then we will be forced to take legal action against Aww. you Press it's not even an australian accent robot lady well, whoever that was for, you're in big trouble yeah. because the robot police are after you. Damn, 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 dude. You can take all the fucking legal action against me all you want. Oh, man. No, no, no. This is how that Simpsons episode starts Yeah, out. I was going to say, I'm going to write don't tread on me or whatever on, on my ass. ass. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. This, this story of LaRouge has been passed down. I think they did say two centuries, so I think this does take place in the 1700s. But now, now we're in present day, and this tale is known as the legend of Bayou Bob. Yeah, well, like, where the fuck did Bob come from? Yeah. Bob LaRue. Gavin is finds this whole thing incredulous. Gavin is the nerd, and he does one of those things that you see all the time in movies where I saw somebody on the internet call this big words equal big brain. Yeah. He he does that very obnoxious thing where instead where he of, doesn't talk like a human. Yeah, instead he of He talks like an encyclopedia. Mhm. 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 Instead of saying something like they've spotted us, he will say a bunch of bullshit like we appear to be within their ocular range. It's like shut the fuck up. Shut up. up. Talk Nobody like a says person. this, especially not a 7-year-old. 
Anyway, Gavin finds the story of Bayou Bob very suspect. How could a hurricane pick up an entire galleon and fling it into the bayou? How? Don't worry about it, Gavin. The story is not for you. <laughs> I know, right? You uh, just moved here. Yes, yes. He just moved here from New Jersey. The person telling the story, well, the original narrator is, uh, uh, we'll, we'll get back to him later. But the- It's a secret. Yeah, it's a secret. <laughs> but right now, the, the kid that swears up and down that the story is true is Todd. Oop, 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 wait. I mean- The Toddster. The Toddster. He is insistent that everyone calls him the Toddster. Yo, his backpack has safety pins down one of the straps. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, that that's how you know he's cool. Only the cool kids did that. I guess I remember kids doing that. I remember kids doing that. What did it mean? Did it mean something? I don't know. It was just like a, it was a fashion statement. Was it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So see, I wasn't cool. So I didn't. Even... I didn't do it either because okay. I wasn't cool enough to. Yes. The Toddster swears up and down that not only is the legend true, but he's seen Bayou Bob. So thank you very much. Uh, this is where we meet our third character, Emily. She jumps up and the says Emily. that the Toddster is full of bullshit. But if it's really true, they should all meet at the local like town square and he can take them out into the swamp and go meet this fucking Bayou Bob. He's going to kill him. <laughs> they make plans to meet up after school. Boom, smash cut. We're now in the mayor's office. And can I tell you something about this mayor? That's the real mayor. Oh, really? That's the real mayor of Oh, New is that Orleans. why his acting was so fucking bad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is apparently mayor. Uh, I've written this down. This is mayor Ray Nagin. Nagin. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but that's what him. N A G I N. Nagin. Nagin. Ray Nagin. Ray, not going to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So we see these two. He's such a poop actor. I'm sorry. Who, the mayor? <laughs> yeah, He's a mayor. Of course he's a but shit But it's actor. just like, it's like, dude, all of your lines were flat as oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No, no, they no, no. They were flat and dead and just really felt like this guy's not even trying. No, I I don't want to call it stunt casting because stunt casting usually means you have like an important like person of note. This is the fucking mayor. I mean, it's a, I guess it's a big deal. It's the mayor. But like... Why didn't you just get a real fucking actor? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just get a real person to be like, I'm the mayor. And that I was say- going to be their pull, dude. That was their pull for this movie. It's like, he probably like made some statement being like, everybody needs to go watch the bow. I'm in it. Well, they did. They did actually film in Louisiana slash New Orleans. And it's a funny thing that you mentioned Hurricane Katrina, because according to Wikipedia, this movie, the the filming had to be put on hold for a while. Oh, shit. (laughs) Because Hurricane Katrina uh, really made a real mess of things. Now, everybody, that that dang old Hurricane Katrina came in. Sure did fuck everything up for a while. What are you doing? (laughs) Are you the uh, are you the, the jazz man? now? I am now. Okay, cool. Jasmine. I think he's credited as Jazzman. Jazzman. We'll get to Jazzman in just a minute. So we're in the mayor's office, and we've got these two business cowboys. Business I'm just going to throw it out there. You have the two best characters of this whole fucking thing. You're correct. Yep. <laughs> Go on. Like, at first, I was like, oh, these fucking guys. But like by the time we got to the end of the movies, I was just like... 
both these guys are my MVP. I feel so. Yeah, let's go ahead. We'll we'll touch on it later at the, at the very end, but let's talk about it now. These dudes rule. I got major. What were they called? The the Z racers, the X racers yeah. from the Galaxy Five Thousand. Yeah, they were also like the cannolis. Yes, yes, major Z team slash cannolis vibes. In in the movie, they are the two dumbass slapstick villains bumbling as shit yeah bumbling as shit but these actors were clearly having a lot of fun yeah and i was having fun watching them so <laughs> yes we are our, our business Just like overacting everything oh. they were hamming it up oh the hammiest hams <laughs> they were so but it was full like because fun they... not in like a like cringy way yeah i was just gonna say man they didn't have to eat for weeks because they were so full after eating all that damn scenery <laughs> no 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 okay they were in they're in the mayor's office and they've come to the mayor with a proposition all that swampland over there past the dilapidated old plantation why don't they buy all the land up and turn it into louisiana's largest oil refinery think about the job creation which i was just like because i wrote this down i wrote um this one plant is going to make two hundred and fifty thousand jobs because that's what they said. They're they like, did, just yeah. think about it. It's 250,000 jobs. And it's like, that's like a whole fucking, like, that would be like everybody in the town and yeah. then some working yeah. at that plant. And it's like, there's no way that it's going to create that much I mean, work. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. The ExxonMobil HQ is a few cities away from us. I have no idea how many people they employ. I'm sure it's a, it's a bunch. I don't know if it's 250,000 people. The average petroleum refining business in the U.S. has 365 employees. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, fucking not even close, look, look, dude. Look, 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 look. This is a refinery, and then also they put their, like, home office there, and then also they have a theme park. I don't know. Like, maybe. Maybe you could put... What's the uh, what's the fucking population of New Orleans? Just for funsy onesies. Uh, Three hundred and ninety thousand. <laughs> okay, so what? Like the like over three. Well over half. Of yeah. The fucking entire. Let's say a majority of capital the capital of Louisiana. Yeah, would go to work. Work there at this. Either way, yes, they have. Can you smell the bullshit? <laughs> They have big, big ideas for this, the world's largest oil refinery. The mayor says, boy, you've got a a wild idea there. Uh, Here's the thing. All that land, it's privately owned. Nothing I can do about it. The, The oil boys come back with, hey, mayor, we both know that the city has somehow uh, acquired those deeds like a hundred years ago. You're just sitting on all this land, and uh, what if we were able? I don't, I don't 100% know the logistics, but they kind of say like, what if we were able to like buy that land out from you? Yeah, you know, there was some kind of thing. It's like, and it it was something about like they have to have it done by like 6 p.m. on some day. So it's like I don't know if like it's not a statute of limitations, but like something like that was coming up. It, it, it was, it was a little public. Wow. It was a little weird, but also it's it's a combination of like there's a deadline, and also they're gonna secretly buy it from the city. It, everything's real, real off the books. Yeah. They're gonna give them. They're gonna give the mayor the money under the table. It's this whole thing. 
Um, what a dirty, nasty mayor. <laughs> so uh, I believe that mayor did actually get busted a few years ago for some sort of thing. I That's where he got the idea. That might have been. Like, yeah, LeBou might be where he got the idea. I can do this. Mm-hmm. So, all that said and done, we're back now to the kids. They're in the town square. They've met up at this big statue. Gavin has a backpack full of he has bullshit. two backpacks. Oh, yeah, he's got two backpacks. Yeah, he's wearing... He's, he's wearing, wearing one in the front and one in the back. Yeah, like little kids would do. Yeah. Putting it on the front. Put it on the front, put your shoulder over and be like, I'm pregnant yep, or yep. I'm fat. Yep. Uh, his mom is apparently a worrywart and makes him bring, like, all this shit. Three flashlights fucking it's like uh, that kid in little giants yes who shows up with like with the with the bubble wrap fucking around bubble wrap around mm-hmm. she's like my mom said your pads weren't enough <laughs> yeah. and then they like fling him into a pole also this kid gavin's got a cellular phone sure does let me tell you though uh 2006 i didn't have a cell phone nope but i think it was one of those like jitterbug boo boo baby phones that's like it only calls this one number Made. Kind of I mean, thing. it looked like it just kind of looked like that standard like Nokia. Oh yeah, it was totally like, hey, you get this phone for free. Yeah, if yeah. You sign up with a plan. So the kids, the kids show up, and this is where we meet the jazz man. Nearby, there is a a little jazz band kind of busking in the town square, playing like when the Saints go marching in or something. And the jazz man, who is apparently also according to Wikipedia, played by local jazz legend. Ellis Marsalis. Uh, I heard some of his stuff on YouTube. It's not half bad. He comes up and says, so, so their, their plan, the kid's plan is to find the pirate La Rouge and uh, the jazz man comes up and says, no, 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 no. You're thinking about this all wrong. You're going into the bayou to find this pirate. What you need to do is find his treasure, find the treasure and you'll find La Rouge. So, the kids now decide to go to the local library to find a... It's a map of the swamp. Yes, an antique map of the area. Um, let's let's reiterate, antique, antique map. Antique map. Only one of them. Only one of them. I am unsure if this map has ever been, like, digitized. As far as we know... Yeah, as far as we know, it is just this one map. The, even the librarian says, like, okay, you can see it, but you definitely can't check it out because, like, yeah, this, is, this, this is, is the, the one. So the kids are pouring over the map, trying to figure out, like, where the hell is this is this treasure? Surely, if it's been buried for, you know, 200 years or something, somebody's bound to have found it by now, right? And Gavin says, well, we need to look for, you know, places where nobody's gone. How about this bayou over here? At the same time... The the oil boys walk into the oil cannolis. <laughs> the oil cannolis walk into the library. They also need to see a a map. You see, their plan is very convoluted, and I didn't understand a lot of it. But I think what it is is they do not know where oil is. Yeah, their they were plan, trying to find oil. Their plan is to sell the mayor on this bullshit oil refinery. Then secretly go out into the bayou and strike oil to prove that there is oil. So that they can get, like, money from some benefactor. Yes, yes, it's a, it's a whole thing. Anyway, they come into the library also asking for the map. The librarian says, you're going to have to wait because I loaned it to some children. They are not having it, and they chase after the kids. The kids flee the library, and Emily's like, all right, let's, uh, let's go out into the bayou. 
and the Toddster, who is just a real piece of shit, this whole movie, just a just a bratty little child. I hated him the entire time. Yeah, he was a shit. Everything that comes out of his mouth is something negative. He's just one of those people that has never said a positive thing in their fucking life. He's just like... Gavin, your mom's a fucking worry wart. Why'd you bring all this shit? You're this all was babies. A, yeah, this is you're a you're a boo baby. You're a boo boo baby. Emily, ugh, I don't know why you have to be here. Blah 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 blah. So he's bitching at Emily. Why did you? We left the library. We left the map. Now those old dudes. Oh, they also think that the uh, that the businessmen are treasure hunters. Yeah, they are uh, after the treasure. When in reality, they're after you know oil. They're after that, that black gold. Yeah, Texas, Texas tea. tea. Uh, uh, I didn't watch Beverly Hillbillies. Nobody did. I'm not 90. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I gotta say, our last podcast, you made a fucking reference to, like, Red Green. I think we might be 90. <laughs> Look, I watched Red Green. Okay. Okay. Dude's sitting. It was on Peebs. A dude is sitting in an original this old house shirt right now, talking about fucking red green. Ah, good shit. Okay, Toddster is just berating Emily nonstop about like, oh, now they have the map, the only map, and they're gonna go with the treasure. The map. The map. Yep. Emily pulls out a little thing under her shirt. Y'all, she swiped the map. She stole the map. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Little thief. And now Toddster's saying, well, I don't trust you with the map. What if you go off and find the treasure by yourself? Yeah. So Emily, what does she do? She fucking rips the map into four pieces. Three pieces. Is it three? Three. One for each of them. Uh, and it's just like... We were watching this movie, and this is the part where Jeff like audibly inhaled. Yeah, because I was just like... That is the only one. It is an ancient map. <laughs> Emily, Fucking what the fuck? Emily tears this map, and Jeff was just like, <laughs> I was just like, <sighs> <laughs> it's it's like what the fuck? Yeah. So her brilliant fucking plan. It's uh, like that guy with the beeswax. Oh, the the little the yeah the little uh like phonograph cylinder. Yeah, the photograph yeah. cylinder that shatters in his hand on TV. Oh, I can't watch that. And he just got done talking about how it's like the only one. That video. Look, I know the internet's full of fucking wah-wah boo-hoo fucking videos about some cat or somebody's fucking meemaw or something, but that I genuinely cannot watch that video because it makes me feel so bad. Yeah, because it like explodes and he's just like shit. I feel so bad. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry you don't care about other people's memaws. No, not really. Damn. Did they have any did they have any wax cylinders? You don't know. <laughs> my grandma had a Victrola. Did she really? Yeah. Did she really? Not my not my I guess it was my great grandma, maybe. Great -grandma. I don't know. I don't know. That's cool. I, somebody somebody had a Victrola in the family. Okay. Did you get to like play it or Yeah. Okay, cool. Like what'd you listen to? I don't remember. This was like a long <laughs> Like some fucking Sousa? Like <laughs> So, yeah, she she rips the map into thirds. Now nobody can go off and find the treasure by themselves because you need the entire map to uh kind of. Yeah, I know. It's Whoever kinda. has the upper left corner. They well, have time the key. out. We don't know where that's Ooh. We don't know where the uh where the treasure's hidden yet. So, boom. They are wandering into the swamp. 
Gavin doesn't have any cell signal. He's trying right. to call home, but uh, nothing doing. Then the what? What's his name? The fucking bully kid. Toddster. Todd. Toddster. Toddster's all like, "All right, guys, snack time." And it's like you just got here. Yeah. Well, what we the should fuck? say we should say they they wander into this the Toddster, which I'm mulling over. I don't know if I really want to give him the satisfaction of calling him the Toddster. We'll call him Todd. We'll call him Todd. We'll call him Toad. Little Todd. No, we'll call him fucking Toddster. Whatever. Toddster says that last time he saw the ghost was at this dilapidated old plantation. So they head there. They get there, and immediately, yes, Todd is like, I'm hungry, it's time for snacks. Time for snacks. Mm -hmm. He pulls out an entire fucking thing of Krispy Kreme. Oh, god damn it! I was gonna get us Krispy Kreme so we could have Krispy Kreme while we were about the fucking show. Fucked up. I don't know if that's a good idea, though, because then we'd be like, No, we would be like fucking Toddster, and then I would take a bite of it, and immediately be like, Sugar, 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 sugar. And then it's like, somebody shoot this kid. He's so obnoxious. He's genuinely the fucking worst. But yes, no, Jeff's not lying. He takes one bite and starts like spinning in circles and jumping around and and saying sugar. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. I mean... Kids it hasn't are, even had time to hit your bloodstream. Kids are fucking lame. Like, honestly, that seemed like the most authentic kid thing. Probably. Because kids are like, oh, I've heard of a sugar rush. I kind of know what it feels like to get on a sugar rush. I just took a bite. I just swallowed. Therefore, I'm on a sugar rush now, right? The kids are wandering through the old house when they find a treasure chest. Oop, psych. It's filled with laundry. <laughs> Emily and Gavin start turning on Toddster and they're like, dude, you have not seen shit in here. This is just this is just where you like to go and hang out. And you probably put this treasure chest here just to like scare us or something. And he's like, no, I wouldn't do that. Plus, I'm not afraid of a ghost. Blah, 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 blah. Boom. The door gets kicked down and the pirate shows up. The kids run away in terror. And somewhere during all this running, uh, the actual factual rouge shows up and also scares the kids and you know they also go screaming into the wilderness it turns out the guy dressed up as a pirate on the cover brett michaels brett michaels (laughs) and the pirate la rouge are in cahoots so now the sun has set it's dark and the kids are in the bayou they find this what, what were they like in a shack who the kids yeah like when it's dark they were just out like on like a dock for like it was either like an abandoned boathouse or something oh okay okay because yeah i could tell it was some sort of like structure but it was so fucking dark i couldn't understand like what was happening also okay i feel like it got better as it went on but the very beginning of this movie was super hard for me to understand anything anyone was saying Mm. because the audio mix is so goddamn bad yeah i think i wrote down also at one point i don't know where but I was just like, this entire movie was filmed during the golden hour. Because like <laughs> yes. every single scene is that thing. And if it's not that scene, they put like it's a, a weird sepia filter on it. Yeah. But no, no, no. Now it's dark and the kids hole up at, yeah, like Jeff said, a dock or something. This is where Gavin is trying to call his mom. It's really dark now and she's probably wondering where he is. And every time he tries to call, his phone makes this little, like, jingle. 
and uh, it pisses off Toddster because Toddster's just a real piece of shit. Yeah. And he starts wrestling with Gavin over the the phone. Todd wants to chuck it into the fucking water, and you know Gavin needs it. Emily isn't doing fucking anything. She's just kind of sitting there being like, hey, don't fight. Hey. Stop fighting. Stop. As they are grabbing the phone, you know, every time they press a button, it makes a little dial tone noise. They keep doing this and they hear something out in the tall grass. You know, they'll go boop, boop, boop. And then they'll hear a little like suddenly the creature from the the movie poster jumps out shit spoiler y'all it's labu it's labu and it's a puppet or it's a labu yes it's a puppet most of the time it's a puppet sometimes it's cg yeah so yes apparently labu loves music so toddster whips out his harmonica gavin finds a pot to drum on and emily just sits there i guess i don't think emily even did anything to make the music but they kind of have this little impromptu jam session with labu so it's late the kids call it a night and they go to sleep labu falls asleep in a tree he does he falls asleep in a tree uh everybody else falls asleep except for toddster who was Mm -hmm. just pretending to fall asleep what a bitch he gets back up and he rummages through gavin's backpacks and steals all the food and the other pieces of the map. And uh, what he does... What? What's... Just fuck that kid. I know. <laughs> he stashes them in a nearby hollowed out tree. And he makes a little X. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll come back tomorrow and grab this. And I guess his plan is to just go off and find the treasure himself. I guess so. Yeah. But Laboo sees him. Yes. And Laboo understands the concept of stealing and betrayal. Mm-hmm. So Laboo does something that we don't know about until yes. later. Yeah. Uh, it's morning now. The kids have woken up. And guess what, y'all? All their food and their maps are gone. Shit. Toddster immediately blames Laboo. Yeah. Because Laboo is also nowhere to be found. The, the kids start bickering. Toddster says, well, I don't even need you guys. I bet I can find this treasure without a fucking map. And he just fucks off into the swamp. Yeah. Emily and Gavin stick together. And I believe at this point, Laboo shows back up. Yeah. Because I wrote down, Laboo is back with his human teeth. Duh. Yeah, he does have human teeth. You don't really get to see him a whole lot, though. No. Usually his mouth is closed or it's like puckered up. like he's because he's whistling. Yeah, because he's whistling. Yeah. Toddster goes back to the hollowed out tree and wouldn't you know it, the maps are gone. Also, I think the snacks are too. Yes. We now cut to the business guys. They pull up to the bayou in their giant SUV. And it's got like fucking longhorn horns yes, on the front. It's got longhorn horns on the front. And also the uh, they have a custom horn and it plays deep in the heart of Texas. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I couldn't figure out what the fuck it, it was goes, doing. Beep, 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 beep. I still don't get it. Deep in the heart of Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not the, you would think it would be like beep, 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 beep. Yeah. But no, 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 no. It does the the, the second half. I don't know. Yes, uh, one of the, the, the older of the um, 
business dudes. This is a father and son team. I believe the older one's name is Ronald. Yeah, Ronald. And, and the younger Reg- one's name is Reggie. Is it Reggie? I thought it was like Reginald. Well, Reggie's short for Reginald. <laughs> the older one, Ronald, has a bolo tie of a longhorn skull painted with the Texas flag. And I was yeah. like, man, y'all, hashtag not all Texans. No, but some Texans. Yeah, but most. <laughs> um, Let me tell you. Also, dude. the names Ronald and and Reggie. I was like, is this a weird like Ronald Reagan parody? Like, what is happening? <laughs> like, those know. don't. If I was coming up with real, real broad stereotypes, I would have called this dude like Tex and like Hank. Y'all, Hank. Yeah, Hank. I'm Hank, and I'm Bank, and we're here to drill for oil. Yeah, and yes, they are. They're here to drill for oil. Uh, they're also here to put up these giant fucking signs that say, like, coming soon, the world's largest oil refinery. Yeah, that looks like fucking propaganda from yes. like, the Soviet era. Yes, it really does. I was does. like, what the fuck? They're, this they're... is the most, like, socialist fucking communism looking shit propaganda. for a yeah. bunch of capitalist assholes. Well, if, if you look, they, they have, um, there's one shot where it zooms in on their faces, and their faces look like, badly kind of photoshopped yeah. onto the uh the art so i i think it was some propaganda that yeah they just i have stuck on there. reason to believe that this this really does look like some weird like yeah like north korean propaganda that you see in their like art but they put the the actors faces on the um the the two characters in the yeah. poster and they're so fucking excited for putting this fucking sign up that they start having a little hoedown yes well then we, <laughs> i don't think we're there oh no wait we might be there yet it's pretty much right after they hang up the sign. It really is, yeah. We, we now cut back to Emily and Gavin. They're walking along the banks of a river because Gavin says, you know, I don't really care if Toddster split up because I've got a compass and I know how to read a compass and I know that if we follow the river, we can get back to town. So yeah. let's go do that. He's like, Toddster can die out here for all I care. Pretty much. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel the exact same way. Boom. I hated this fucking kid. I really did. We know who Beast's MVP is. We need a Toddster. We need a fucking LVP. LVP. We need like we need like the MVP and then we need like the hit the showers character. (laughs) I say Toddster, hit those fucking showers, dude. You're off the case, Toddster. That's right. So yeah, the kids are walking along the riverbank and they spot the cowboys. Through the movie, they call them cowboys. They're just wearing cowboy hats. They really look more like oil tycoons. Yeah. Either way, the uh, the kids here. He's, but he's wearing Versace boots. Is he wearing Versace boots? Yeah. How do you know? Because he says that. Did he? He's like, do you think I'd be out here in my Versace boots and blah, blah? I was like, <laughs> Versace boots? Versace boots. I don't think Versace makes cowboy boots, but I don't know. what Maybe do I know? Do, yeah. There's, there's a Versace boot. Well, uh cost two thousand dollars damn oil dudes was that the younger one or was that ronald that's that's the older one okay so the kids overhear these oil tycoons plans of tearing down the swamp drilling for oil and turning it into the giant oil refinery they say well shit you know we came out here looking for treasure but now we definitely got to get back to warn the mayor that all this shit's happening 
like Jeff mentioned, the oil tycoons are so jazzed at their ability to put up a sign that they crank their stereo and start dosy doing in the fucking swamp. Labu, who has, you know, who's hanging out with uh, Emily. Uh, Labu's actually in Emily's backpack. Yeah. He hears the music. Like fucking Yoda. Yes. Empire Strikes Back. He hears the music and he starts whistling along. Yeah. It's a compulsion. He can't. He can't help it's it. It's like the law. Loves of his music. Brain. The oil barons hear this, and they're like, "What the fuck is out?" And then they see the kids, and they're like, "Those are the kids that that." Those are the kids in the library took the map. Yeah. So they start chasing after him. Um, Did you notice what the license plate said on the car? I want to guess. I want give me three guesses. Right. Um, okay, so they're oil barons from Texas. Was it like Yeehaw? Nope. Okay, guess number one. Um, I don't think you're gonna get it, but I'll, I'll keep going. try my damnedest. I mean, is it a custom? It's not. Yeah, like... it's a custom plate. Okay, <laughs> I don't want you to be like, yeah, it was the funniest thing. It was like it said ZRQ three eight four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did it say BLKGLD black gold? Nope. Damn. Okay. Uh, final final thing. Um, and it's it's not a license plate you'd probably be able to get because there's way too many like letters oh shit it is it is a 10 letter license plate damn that i feel like that's not legal that's what i just said oh okay <laughs> like i don't oh, think you, you can get you, this i thought you meant that that i would be able to understand not no, that no, you could no. legally obtain this you license. can't legally get this i don't think so i don't think okay. you can have like a 10 letter uh the with mm. a bunch of use <laughs> you always look no it was crude dudes fuck you <laughs> oh my god we're calling them that now it's the crude dudes the crude dudes the crude dudes was it crude spelled like c-r-o-o-d-s no c-r-u-d-e like were they celebrating <laughs> were they celebrating crudesmas no they were not celebrating crudesmas happy crudesmas to you and yours everybody happy crudesmas it's crudesmas in july <laughs> sure is <laughs> we're recording this on like the last day of july yeah, crude dudes. Crude dudes. Fuck me. Oh my god. You know what? That license plate's my MVP. <laughs> the license plate you didn't even know about. License, yep. <laughs> okay. No, the crude dudes chase after the kids. We we have wacky chase antics, and somehow Gavin is able to tie their sign to the suv so when they're done chasing them they're like oh let's get out of here we got shit to do they haul off and as they're leaving they yank down their own sign wamp 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 got them got them that'll show them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the uh the kids decide and by kids right now i just mean you know emily and gavin they have the brilliant idea if they can prove to the crude dudes that the swamp is haunted, the crude dudes won't want to build their oil refinery there anymore. And I'm just like, children, you don't know how capitalists work. Yeah, it's like, they don't give a fuck. They don't fucking care about a ghost. They're like, get out of here, ghost. Yeah. They would probably be into the ghost because they'd be like, oh, well, now we can, like, say that this is, like, this is ghost oil. This is oil with ghost Ron, you know? Ghost Ron with tech Ron. Yeah. Uh, we now cut back to toddster he's hungry because as we mentioned the snacks that he fucking stole were stolen from him he's wandering around somehow has not been eaten by a gator yet unfortunately 
And he's like, gosh, I'm so hungry. He looks down, mm. and wouldn't you know it, there's a box full of Krispy Kreme. No, that's not how it goes. He fucking smells it from like- Oh, shit. Like- a yard away. It's like, that's not how donuts work. Way more than a yard. Yeah. I don't know why I said yard. Like a fucking mile or yeah. something. And it's just like, dude, you can't. He's like, I, I can smell the donuts. No, and dude. It's like, he, no, you can't. He fucking Toucan Sam follows his fucking nose. Yeah. All the way. It this. Oh, my God. If this was like a cartoon, he would have been like floating in air with like his, his nose tilted up and stuff mm-hmm. as like uh, a scent makes like a little come hither finger yeah. gestures and then once he finds he comes to the clearing where the donuts are he's just like yes my donuts and i was just like this kid in my notes i wrote god damn i want krispy kreme and the thought still stands y'all <laughs> i mean we can take a break and get krispy kreme i would fucking love to i'm so fucking hungry maybe maybe afterwards so uh, he he grabs his his box of Krispy Kremes and y'all it was a fucking trap. He fell for the trap. The pirate who is not dead, the live pirate Brett Michaels, <laughs> comes out and ambushes him. Also somehow Gavin and Emily meet back up with the yeah, Todd. They get back up with him for somehow. Yeah, as as the pirate ambushes them, they they run away. As they should. As they really fucking should. And even even Emily's like, we should go back and help him. And Gavin, smartest fucking thing he says in the whole movie, is like, forget him. He wouldn't help us if it were yeah, him. Yeah, he wouldn't come back for us. And I'm just like, God, yes. And then she's like, yeah, but we're not him. And it's like, boom. Emily, fuck off. This kid sucks and no one would miss him. <laughs> not even his parents. Not even his parents. His parents. Are like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. They do the thing where they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm crushed. And then like a week later, they're like, oh, thank God. They're like, you know, it's a lot quieter around here. Uh, nobody has to go buy Krispy Kreme. Nobody has to deal with Sugar Boy. Yeah. Gavin and Emily go back to the pirate that has kidnapped Toddster and says, pirate, hey, 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 we need to go speak to LaRouge. We have this great harebrained scheme about finding LaRouge and getting him to haunt some crude dudes. Uh, is there anything you can do to help us? And as it turns out, this pirate is just a dude named Clayton. Clayton. And he's LaRouge's great, 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 great grandson. I thought it just said great, great grandson. I swear, I put great times four. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He's... he's Amadeus. <laughs> Clayton is the last remaining LaRouge. And he's been haunting this swamp to keep treasure hunters away from from LaRouge's treasure. He's never even found the treasure, but he says, you know, this is what my my great-grandpa would want. And it turns out they talk to each other, like, on the reg. Way too much. Yeah. He spends all day keeping people away, and he spends all night being forced to hunt the treasure. Yes. It's like, when does he sleep? Fucking never, I guess. So the kids are like, okay, well, cool. Let's let's all work together and defeat these dudes. Uh, By the way, do you know anything about this weird little, like, green creature that, like, wanders through the swamp? And Clayton says, yeah, that's the Laboo. There's plenty of them in these swamps, or at least that's what they say. I've never seen one. But I've heard that they're out there and they love music. Clayton goes on to say that it's said that the song of the Laboo is the original inspiration for jazz. Yeah. I was just like, 
nah, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking, I was like, trying to take jazz away from black people. Uh, okay, and, all right. In my like, notes. Oh, it was these creatures, actually. I, this is what I wrote in my notes. Quote, LeBou's song is the original inspiration for jazz, end quote, because black people can't come up with anything themselves. Boom. It's that same fucking bullshit as like the ancient aliens, where yeah. it's like, oh, aliens simply must have helped these like Mayans way back when, because <laughs> do you really think a brown person could have come up with all this? Ugh. Anyway, so this is where Clayton says my personal favorite line of the entire movie. Toddster has grabbed his fake plastic sword that he uses in his pirate getup to scare people, and he's swinging it around, and Clayton says, hey, don't break that. Those things cost like 14 bucks. Yeah, that's Which is right. totally true. I don't know. That tickled me. So Clayton comes up with a great idea to don these massive stilts and walk around the swamp and be spooky yeah, and be i guess like, i'm a tall pirate i'm Ooh. tall fear me we now cut away back to the crew dudes they are wandering through the swamp laying down some exposition i guess they're gonna find the oil use the money they get to find the oil to buy the land to start their oil refinery it's this yeah. whole fucking wheels within wheels thing when the oldest crew dude ronald loses his fucking marbles he finds a spot that is nice and flowery and has a bunch of like green vegetation and he says well there's clearly oil here because you know it's 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 dense in minerals and plants use that and this part's very Where there's minerals there's oil yeah and i'm just like is that true i don't know if that's true i have but... no reason to doubt it but also you're in a swamp and there's growth everywhere so i have reason to doubt it they said that plants can make two hundred fifty thousand dollar jobs it's like i can't believe anything else you say now <laughs> all right yeah that's true oh i should also mention that the the younger of the crude dudes reggie has this gigantic fucking gps in my notes i wrote the uh dragon ball scouter yeah because that's pretty much what it is also this this kind of made me chuckle kids before your phone had a built-in gps People used to have to buy these these handheld GPSs. They were very expensive. My dad had one because he was very into geocaching. And we would have to take this little device around and it had a giant arrow and it would tell us the longitude and latitude. And yeah, nowadays everybody has one. But back in the day, it was very exciting. Super exciting. What are you doing? I am trying. So I'm putting in those coordinates. Did you write the coordinates down? Yeah, it was 30, I think it was 30 latitude, 90 longitude. Uh, yeah, was, the last one was definitely 90. When giving a location, but as an example, the location for New Orleans is 30 oh. latitude and 90 longitude. Wow. That is the actual real, like, coordinates. Wow. I mean. That's I'm, what I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if this is just a made up thing or if they actually, actually did. Yeah. Huh, okay, well, shit. Good job, LaBoo the movie. LaBooVie. LaBooVie. Oh, I forgot to mention a thing about Clayton. So all of these people in this movie, uh, let's just say, haven't really had stellar careers in acting. I believe this is the only movie that Gavin has ever been in. I think the Toddster was in like two other movies. It was probably because Gavin was so traumatized <clears throat> by everything that happened. Yeah. Never um, wanted to do it again. But the guy who plays Clayton is also apparently in the movie 30 Days of Night. Mm. 
He plays Gabe. I don't know if that name means anything to you. There he is. There's your boy. <laughs> sure. You That's a status dude. dead. Yeah, he gets killed. Oh, no. Spoilers. Dude, like, fucking everybody gets killed in that movie. Sure. So the oil dudes are hanging out with all these fucking flowers. They're really jazzed because they're, like, 90% sure that they've uh, found oil. They haven't even drilled into anything, but... They're very, very, very certain that oil is here when suddenly Clayton, the tall pirate, springs up from the grass. Very, very scary. Mm. And uh, Gavin uses a vine to swing down and steal the crude dudes' GPS. More antics, more more chasing. The crude dudes get knocked into a puddle. They get very muddy. Isn't that funny? Ha ha ha. They run off and leave and... While Gavin has been doing all these uh, swinging antics, the Toddster and Emily have snuck over to the crude dudes' SUV and have let out all the air in the tires. Assholes. <laughs> the, the crude dudes flee their oil spot and go back into their, their car and try to drive away on their flat-ass fucking tires. This is where we also see the crude dudes, the older one, Ronald, calls a bunch of, like, a demolition team. Yeah. And and says, hey, we've definitely found oil. Meet us at this dilapidated old plantation, and we'll lead you back to where it is. Cut to the kids and Clayton back in the bayou. We have a very brief heart-to-heart part where Emily apologizes to Todd, uh... It's for not believing him, because he's all like, nobody ever believes me when I say this shit, or oh, something like that. Okay. All I wrote, I, <laughs> I have no context for it, but all I wrote in my notes is all caps, Emily, do not apologize to Todd. <laughs> you are not in the wrong. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I was mean to you. It's like, No, you? I think it was, I'm sorry I didn't believe you. Okay, well... Because it was all put out about people. Like, he kept being all like, and when this is over, you better tell everybody that the Toddster doesn't yep, lie. Yep, LeBou, for one reason or another, runs off, and Emily chases after him. And in all the uh, kerfluffle, the oil boys come back and kidnap Todd. And nothing of value was lost. Dude, I wrote, oil boys kidnap Todd. Fine by me. <laughs> they need the, the GPS back. They don't know that Gavin has it. And they're like... Kid, where's the GPS? You gotta give it to us. And Reggie starts coming up with these really, really dumb threats. Like, if you don't give it to us, I'll tell everybody at school that you do ballet. Yep. And even even Ronald is like, that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Ronald says, if you want information, you gotta get tough. He says, kid, give us the GPS or I'll feed you to the alligators. And I'm just like, dude, yes, please feed this fucking guy to the fucking alligators. The rest of our our main crew, Gavin, Emily, and Clayton, run back to the plantation because they decide to regroup there. And also, I think that's where, like, LeBou was running off to. Yeah, something like that. So, everyone is now back at the plantation. The kids are hiding in the upstairs. The SUV with our crew dudes and Todd have pulled up. There is a a team of uh, about a dozen contractors. The crew dudes tell the contractors 
that there's a $100,000 reward for the person that can bring the GPS back to them. The, Which at this point, they didn't know that they were in the plantation. Yes, They were yes. just going to search the whole fucking swamp. They were. They were going to search the whole fucking swamp when one of the contractors looks up and sees the fucking kids pressed up against the window watching. Yeah. And Gavin's still holding the bright neon orange GPS. And the contractor's like, there he is up on the second floor. So they start trying to get into the plantation, but the kids have barricaded it. And we have this very weird miniature Home Alone yeah, kind of Yeah, I just wrote segment. down, we're Home Alone now. Yeah. They, There's like one trap, and then the rest of it's kind of impromptu. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they do set a trap where there's a giant hole in the floor, and they use Clayton's pirate flag, uh, a bunch of contractors or demo team or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. Step on the flag into the hole. Very funny. T- S- somebody slips on Toddster's skateboard. Somebody falls downstairs. It's really not worth mentioning. Yeah. Back at the uh, SUV with the crude dudes, Todd has unfortunately slipped his bonds and is now free. He grabs Ronald's cell phone and hucks it into a puddle. That'll show him. Yeah. The contractors have managed to break inside the plantation and go upstairs to kind of a bathroom where they think everybody's holed up. They pull the curtain back, and it turns out it's the ghost LaRue in there. And he and Clayton, wearing a a sheet, scare all the contractors away. Don't have to worry about them. We will pretty much never see them again. Hooray. Cut to the younger of the crude dudes, Reggie. He is having this weird little shootout with LaBoo because Clayton, who kind of lives in this dilapidated plantation, he has a phone. The kids need to use the phone to contact the mayor and tell him about all this wacky bullshit. The crude dudes need a phone to contact their mysterious benefactor to tell him the coordinates of the oil so he will give the crude dudes a lot of money. Yeah, and it's like, I don't understand why he needs to know. Right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's at 30 latitude, 90 longitude. And he's like, okay, cool, here's your money. It's just like, you could just tell him any number at yeah. that point. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Just clear it up later when they show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LeBoo and Reggie, they, they jump for the phone. I think they break it. They do. They do break it. Todd and Clayton show up, and Todd kind of... Dude, I wrote down... The bully beats the cowboy with a kickflip. Yes, yes, he jumps on that like box and yeah, then kickflips. Yeah, he does a kickflip onto the box and then like, yeah, yeah. So I was this like, oh is... shit, he got Tony Hawked. Yeah. So contractors gone. Gone. Clayton and the kids and LeBoo upstairs. They have the phone, even though the phone at this point is broken. Crude dudes. Outside of the plantation, one of them is still wading through this giant puddle looking for his phone. The other one just got kick-flipped. They have clearly been defeated. This is where I thought the movie was yeah, over. it was like, you think it's over? Oops, there's 20 minutes left I genuinely thought, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to have one more scene where the crude dudes get put behind bars or something. And Labu does something cute, save the day, whatever. I don't know. This is where Jeff had to go take a whiz break and we had to pause the movie. Terrible, terrible news, y'all. We have 20 minutes left of this movie. Yep. So, the crude dudes have been dealt with, 
but the kids still decide that we need to go find the treasure. Now they've changed their plan to if we find the treasure, we can use all that money to buy the swamp. Yeah. Toddster laments not having the map when Laboo runs over to Emily's backpack and pulls out all three parts of the map. The kids are shocked, and even even Toddster is like, I can't believe, how did you find this? How did, where did you find these, I wonder? But no, Todd comes clean and says, y'all, I originally stole all the pieces of the map, and I put it in a tree. But it looks like, while I had my back turned, Laboo... Stole them back and put them into a backpack. Yeah, so they've been there the whole fucking time. Because nobody ever checked the backpack. Nobody ever fucking checked. Anyways, make a long story short, they go out to like this giant hill that they find. Yes, yes. And they're like, oh, like, didn't you ever think this hill was suspicious? And he's just like, no, not really. There's plenty of hills like that. And he's just like, no, actually, this is the only hill in the area. Yeah, so Gavin mentions this is all flat fucking swampland. Why is there this giant mound? And Clayton says, I don't know. I've, you know, I've never really considered it. Y'all, it turns out the ship was buried under the mound somehow. Yeah, somehow. I guess it said something about like, oh, the hurricane buried it immediately, so yeah. he never found it. It's just like, okay, whatever. So they approach this this mound or this knoll or whatever they call it, and they start to dig. I believe Toddster accidentally opens up a secret passageway into the mound. Yeah. They they go inside, and this thing is completely hollow. And sure enough, they find the figurehead of the ship. I wrote down there's not enough rot on this ship for how old it is. Dude, this thing has been sitting inside this like hollow fucking mound and it looks pristine. Everything looks completely fine. Like the paint isn't even chipped. Yep. And so Gavin, you know, they they all go into the, the hollowed out cavern, I guess. Gavin turns the corner, and wouldn't you know it, y'all, there's all the doubloons and rubies and gold and all the fucking shit. And then they try to take it, and then the ghost shows up and is like, don't take my shit. They try to take it, and LaRouge, who has been working with these kids now for about mm, 30 minutes of the fucking movie, immediately turns evil. He starts talking kind of spookier, and he's like, this is my treasure. I've been looking for it all this time. It's all mine. And he threatens to, like, kill all the kids. It's a whole thing. Clayton stands up to LaRouge and says, No, look, my whole life, I've been helping you trying to find this treasure, and I'm so over it. We found it now, and you're dead. What are you going to do with it? I'm the last living LaRouge. It's my treasure. I say, back the fuck off. And poof, wouldn't you know it, LaRouge isn't evil anymore. Hooray. Back at the mayor's place. Back at the mayor's place, we see the mayor trying to console three groups of parents. When, out of fucking nowhere, the jazz man, a.k.a. Ellis Marsalis, shows up and says, Hey, I know where these kids went. They went to go look for the fucking treasure. And if you look outside the window, I think they found it. So the mayor approaches the window, and would you know it, Clayton shows up driving a bulldozer. It's a backhoe. Okay, a backhoe (laughs) with the little kids like behind him. And this thing is filled with fucking riches. Clayton uses the treasure, which is rightfully his, to buy all of the swamp. And 
uh, he says he's going to turn it into a nature preserve. You know, to save, you know, the fucking swamp. The Laboos. Yeah, and also the Laboos, because this is the Laboos. That's their natural habitat. It sure is. My thing was, like, I wrote down, because he's all like, what do you think, Mayor? Is this enough? And then he dumps the (laughs) fucking, the front bucket full of, like, gold and shit on the ground. And I was like, it's a grand gesture and all, but now you have to pick all that shit up. (laughs) Yeah. Also, so this this giant crowd has has formed because this backhoe pulls right up to the like the mayor's building or whatever, yeah. and this this crowd shows up and well, a lot it's of all them, the press. Yeah, it's a bunch of press. It's like, oh, Mr. Mayor, we heard that Mr. you were Mayor, gonna, we were out here at all times, yep. waiting for you to come out and bother you about shit. And we heard that you were gonna sell the bayou to these fucking crude dudes. What's that about? Doodly 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 do. And then yeah, Clayton fucking dumps all the jewels and it's like there's nothing stopping any of these people from just grabbing some yeah like what did you do everything was safer when it was up in the bucket yeah he just wanted to flex of course he did i mean if i had a mountain full of fucking doubloons i might do something like that too the cowboys the crude dudes the oil men whatever you want to fucking call them they show up they are disheveled and stinky and covered in mud and all sorts of stuff and they say no, that's actually ours. They try to pull this whole thing saying that it's it's theirs and the mayor is not having any of it. He says that the swamp rightfully belongs to Clayton LaRouge and uh, he decides to declare today Laboo Day. It's Laboo Day, mm-hmm. but we're not informed as to what day that is, so now we can't observe it. No, we can never observe Laboo Day. Uh, Good oh, job, we should Laboo. we should mention. <laughs> sorry, we've we haven't really talked a whole lot about the Laboo is hiding in Emily's backpack, and she's there, and the the kids are trying to explain to the mayor that not only do these dudes want to fuck up the swamp and turn it into an oil refinery, but this swamp is home to these little critters called the Laboo. And the mayor is like, I don't know what any of this fucking shit is. There's no such thing as a Laboo. When all of a sudden, the Laboo pops out of Emily's backpack. And he's like, wow, I can't believe it. This whole thing was living here this whole time. Wow. You know, I declare this Laboo day. And then the mayor says, perhaps he can run for city council. Yeah. And I was just like, it's a fucking animal. Yeah. You wouldn't You wouldn't elect councilman Laboo? No. Ombudsman Laboo? Sorry, but no. Aw. So we immediately have this fucking smash cut. Um, The entire swamp is owned by Clayton now, and he's turned the thing into a nature preserve. He's a sightseer now, and he leads kids on little boat rides through the swamp. And also, so is Reggie, the younger of the crude dudes. And He betrays his father to join the, like, conservation act yeah which i gotta say he seems a lot happier because through the whole movie this guy is dunking on his son constantly he's like you're fucking stupid you don't know how to run a business you're a shitty businessman you don't even know how to hang a sign and he's kind of just going along for the sake of going along he seemed a lot other option does he have i know he well he seemed a lot happier as a fucking uh tour guide yeah Clayton is leading one boat of sightseers. Reggie is leading another boat. And a girl from one of the boats speaks up and is like, if this is home to the Laboo, aren't we like 
bothering them coming into their natural habitat with our fucking boats and disturbing them. And I think it's Reggie is like, no, 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 no. The Laboos love company. And wouldn't you know it, he starts whistling and a whole fucking pile of Laboos come out of the grass and the water and they all start whistling back. It's like a fucking country bear jamboree. Dude, we see a fat little red laboo we see kind of a lanky dark green laboo there's all these different laboos and then fucking reggie pulls out all these laboo souvenirs and he's like and all the profits towards these souvenirs go to you know help maintaining the laboo's habitat and i gotta say i kind of wanted one there's a laboo plushie there's a laboo bobblehead there's a laboo action figure oh man i went so when we were done with this i went on ebay because i was kind of just find it yes but y'all sadly nothing doing and i got a laboo for my laboo action figure (laughs) that's right okay and with that y'all that is the end of laboo woo woo I really could go for some Krispy Kreme. (laughs) So, we have now come to the compliment sandwich portion of the show. If you are new to the show, the compliment sandwich is where we talk about one good thing, and then one bad thing, and then another good thing about the movie. Because when everything is said and done, I want more posy vibes in the world. I am very over... Donking on shit. Yeah, I'm just, I'm over those fucking, like, YouTube channels of, like, here's 80 things wrong with this movie. Oh, Cinema Sins. Yeah, it's like, just like a thing. Goddamn. Even even if we don't like the movie, like, we should still say more good things about it, you know? So, would you like to start, or do you want me to start? Uh, My first compliment would be kind of what I said at the beginning. Like, I felt like the lighting and stuff during a lot of the scenes was pretty good. Yeah. Like, so I guess it felt... More than above averagely produced. I'm not going to say it was well produced. Yeah, I I think it was very independent. Yeah. Okay. My first compliment is... So originally, my first compliment was that they clearly filmed this in Louisiana, and I thought that was cool. But then I learned all this about, like, using this, this local musician in your movie... And using the mayor of New Orleans in your movie, even if that was maybe not a good idea. And even the fucking, Jeff looked it up, the the coordinates were New Orleans. Like, this movie seems to be kind of a a bit of a love letter to, to Louisiana. And I found that admirable. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just thought that was kind of cool. I don't see a whole lot of movies based in Louisiana, you know? Yeah. Good, good kind job. Kind of neat. Yeah. I think the the end of the movie, there's a dedication to like all the people of New Orleans and stuff. Mm. It's like, I, I don't know if this, like the director or the crew or whoever is from Louisiana, but it seemed like they really like it. So I don't know. That's just kind of sweet of them. Okay. What is your criticism? Uh, my criticism would probably be the mayor. Yeah. Okay. Just delivering like the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> He's really bad, y'all. It's not great. I mean... You know, he he's a mayor. I guess that's all I can say. He's like, he's not an actor. Sure, but... Yeah. He could at least, like, overact rather than underact. <laughs> You're right. Maybe, maybe... There was, like, no inflection to any of his No, lines. there wasn't. It was like, well, what do you have to say? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, hold on a minute. That's a fascinating thing you bring up. Hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Just everything's so monotone and yeah. flat. And just I'm sure bleh. they probably were like, Mayor, can we have like half a day of your time? Because he's not in the movie a whole lot. Yeah. He's, he's at the beginning and then he's at the very end. Um, That's my criticism. My criticism, I've, I've already mentioned it, but I thought the audio mixing in this movie was just lousy. I wish we could have had uh, subtitles. Hoopla doesn't have subtitles unless it's a foreign film. So there was just there was just a lot of times it's like, I think I know what they said, but I'm not 100% sure. And especially at the very beginning of the movie, I don't know what it was, but the very, very beginning of the movie, I just had the hardest time trying to figure out what the fuck anybody was saying. It was just very mumbly and very like sound effects louder than people talking. Yeah. I don't know. It's very of its time. I guess. I don't know. Because I, I mean, remember around that time, like, just having a lot of problems with movies like that. Like, I would watch every movie with subtitles because the sound mixing was just fucked. Yeah. That's that's just my little thing. What is your final compliment? Mm, I was really happy that they went with the puppet Laboo. Yeah. Because I was really hoping for that. And I was yeah. like, please don't CGI the shit out of this movie. And there was some CGI and it wasn't great. But for the most part, there was it was puppets. That's actually kind of my uh, second compliment was that the CGI was used sparingly. I mean, the CGI is not bad, but when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of like post-processing shit with LaRouge to try and make him look like see-through and spooky and ghosty and shit. Yeah. And there's there's a few scenes where Laboo is CG. Some of it is out of necessity. Like there's a scene where you He's see like Laboo dancing. Yeah, like dancing or running away and it's like there's no way the puppet could have done that. Yeah. And when he fights that Sith Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now it is time to talk about our MVP. Uh, this is the character or characters that just really, every time they were on screen, it was just a complete joy. I think we've already said it. Yeah. It's the crude dudes. It's the crude dudes. Because the kids were kind of like, eh, whatever. The kids are not great. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the crude dudes were fun. My, Even my if they weren't like the greatest actors in the world. Oh, yeah. If, if I had to pick one of the crude dudes, it would probably be Ronald. He, he's the older of the two. Also, I should mention, this is a perfect time to say, the director of this movie, before this, previously directed a bunch of episodes of Power Rangers SPD. Oh. And some of the actors in this movie are also, have been featured on SPD. And I didn't have enough time to look it up, but I have reason to believe that the crude dudes have been in a few Power Rangers episodes. And honestly, I believe it. They've got that kind of Power Rangers level. Like goofy overacting. Yeah, goofy overacting, yeah. Power Rangers speed. Uh, I know, it's like space police defense or something. Something like that, yeah. Space police force. I don't know. That's not SPD. Space police doors. How about that? Good one. So, uh, yeah, this movie doesn't have a song, so we don't have to worry about our uh, favorite song. I guess all that's left is to bring about the ranking of the movies. It's been a while. It's been a while. So, if this is your very first episode, we have, we're looking at a giant whiteboard that is honestly full. We have a, a whiteboard of 32, actually, I think it's 33 movies. I feel like I'm just rambling. Would you like to describe the ranking of movies? 
yeah, ranking movies. We have this big whiteboard that's got all the movies we've watched on it, mm-hmm. and we pretty much just take a look at this and try to decide who's better than who. Yeah. What we like to do, typically, is give ourselves just a few seconds to kind of figure out where we are, and then uh, we say three, two, one, and we shout out our number at the same time, and then wackiness ensues. Ensues. Sometimes. Sometimes we're like both dead on it's like all right well that's the end of that so if you need a few seconds try and figure out where we're gonna put this movie i think i have my number i also have okay i also have my number all right are you ready yep three two one 13. 25 wow you what? hated this movie 13 13 you want me to say my piece sure yeah y'all it had a it had a puppet, and I was really glad to see that puppet. And it had a poster by Drew Struzan. I was really glad to see that Drew poster. Strew. But y'all, I think Laboo is Labad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have like a fun time watching this movie. I was like bored and like actively annoyed. When you went to take that bathroom break and I saw that there were twenty minutes left, man, I wanted to just stop and be like, We're good. We're good. <laughs> I just damn you hated you really didn't like this movie. I, just, I thought it was okay. I just thought it was boring. I don't know. I think I was just really, really annoyed with the kids. Really bugged me. Yeah. Toddster is just a humongous asshole. He does not say anything nice about anybody in the whole movie. And I'm not trying to sound like why can't you be a nice young boy? I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying like. I can't root for a character that's a fucking shithead, you know? I thought Gavin was really fucking lame. As we mentioned, he, the way he talks is really obnoxious. Emily has all the personality of a fucking baked potato. She has nothing going on. You know, at least, at least Toddster's thing is full of himself and Gavin's thing is brainy. Her thing is nothing. Her her thing is his existence. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, you, you sell me on 13. Yeah, 13. I don't know. I saw Pet Shop at 12, and I was like, yeah, it's probably like kind of Pet Shop tier, but not as good. It's definitely not as good as Pet Shop. Yeah. Also, okay, I thought the whole Clayton and LaRouge thing was just so... It just felt like one plot point too many, you know? kids. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. Kids go into Swamp, find Critter. Oil men want to tear down swamp, want to tear down Critter's home. Kids, stop oil men. That's a movie. But then you got this whole fucking thing about, like, we didn't even get into it because I didn't want to, but there's this whole fucking side story of Clayton, he can't live up to LaRouge's, you know, he was a pirate, and this guy's just a fuckwad. He lives in a abandoned mansion. He can't do anything with his life and then at the end he stands up to this fucking ghost you know this ghost has him out all night but he stands up to him who cares i don't know i just i i found that like it's a subplot but it's just one extra there was like thing eight subplots yeah Laboo is not even the major plot dude this movie is barely about Laboo. he's hardly in it it kind of reminds me of of the problem we had with Pet Shop, which was like, show the damn creatures some yeah. more. 
I don't know. I could see, I could drop down to like 18. Yeah. Because like the Phantom of the Opera like movie was kind of eh, Snoresville too. Even though it was based off the book. I I liked the Phantom of the Opera uh, movie. You know, the only problem with the movie is that the animation is just fucking <laughs> butt. But I could probably go up to 18 or Because I don't feel like it's. Maybe 20. I don't know if I can call this better than Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese was also laughably bad and probably had the same fucking budget. Yeah. But. And I don't see. I, I can't see this being worse than Howard Lovecraft. Because Howard Lovecraft was like. Eh. Yeah. Maybe we split the difference and put it at 20. 20 or 19. I could see. Yeah. It's like what what's the difference between I, the two? I enjoyed Chuck E. Cheese a lot more than this. Also, Chuck E. Cheese is shorter. <laughs> yeah. This is an hour and a half, and I think Chuck E. Cheese is like 55 minutes. See, I would probably say I found The Little Fox and Laboo to be equivalent in like, eh. Yeah. Also, we don't know if these are the real numbers because Houdini is over there at number 11, apparently, so everything needs to shift down. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So what you're saying is let's put Laboo where the little fox is. Yeah, so 21. 21. Okay. I think I could also do 21. I think I'm I'm cool with that. So you heard it here first, y'all. Laboo is number 21. Now I'm going to read off a few. I, I haven't done this recently and I feel bad. If you don't have the list available to you right now, maybe you're driving... Let me show you where Laboo is at. Let me let me list off a few of Laboo's peers. I'll yeah, start at like uh, two above and two below. Or something. Yeah, I'll start at uh, number eighteen, Return of the Dinosaurs. Number nineteen, The Phantom of the Opera. Number twenty, Chuck E. Cheese in the Galaxy Five Thousand. Number twenty-one, Laboo. Number twenty-two, The Little Fox. And number twenty-three, Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Indoor Recess. Let's get on with the spiel. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I've got a one tiny, tiny little thing of housekeeping. Y'all, I don't know where you're listening to this right now, but we are now on Spotify. Very exciting. I know. Now you can just... You know, if you're listening to your tune skis or whatever, just start typing in Indoor Recess and you'll find us. And if Spotify asks, yes, I do own all the music that we've, I've licensed all the music that we have in our move or in our uh, podcast. I think it's less than 30 seconds. I think that's like the fair use clause I think it is. Something. I'm not 100% sure. If, if you enjoyed this episode or if you, hey, do you live in New Orleans and were like around when they were filming this? I bet you've got a, a cool Laboo story. Or did you did you see this movie? Or hey, would you just like to suggest a movie for us to watch? Jeff, where could people send their emails to? Hey at indoorrecess.club. That's right. Hey at indoorrecess.club. Now, if you didn't want to send an email and you'd rather do something a little shorter and sweeter, like Twitter. Jeff, where could they find our Twitter account? At Indoor Recess Pod. That's right. At Indoor Recess Pod. It's all squished together. All one word. Squished. Yep. On the Twitter account, you will find snippets of the movies that I've posted and a bunch of just weird little silly things and sometimes fan art. I don't know. It's it's a good time. And then finally, if you 
heard us talking about a list and you're like, wait a minute, what list? I don't understand. Like, where can I find this giant list of kids movies? Well, that's available at our website. And that's... IndoorRecess.club. That's right. IndoorRecess.club. C-L-U-B club. 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 Let's wrap this thing up. I want to go get some fucking Krispy Kremes. This whole fucking movie. I wonder if they got like a sponsorship or something. Because that, that logo was prominent. They probably did. Yeah. I don't uh, think Krispy Kreme is like a New Orleans thing. No, but I believe it's Southern based. And now, as always, Jeff's gonna hit our plane brains with a uh, sweet fucking outro. Hopefully it, it's a word wisdom. Maybe it's a little little something something that we can, uh, a little mantra that we can repeat to ourselves. It is definitely neither of those. <laughs> Maybe it's <laughs> a uh, helpful oh. tip or trick. It All is, right, well, it fine. Is nothing. Okay. I'm just going to say get jazzed for less pirates next week. <laughs> All right. All right, then. Boom, 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 Oh, Seinfeld. Fuck. I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Thanks, we've been watching Seinfeld. Oh, wow. Ba dee doo 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 doo.